The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor at the Irish Independent, is with us for our weekly money spot. So, Charlie, tell us about what's facing people who drive company cars, of whom there may be as many as 150,000 in the country. Yeah, I got that estimate, Matt, from car industry people and fleet um, management people tell me that's an accurate uh, figure. About 150,000 have a company car and they have to travel. But there's big changes coming down the, from January, Matt. At, at the moment, you have to pay a tax on getting that benefit. It's seen as a, a benefit to have a use of a car, even though you need it for work. And so you pay this thing called benefit in kind. It's the qua- cash equivalent of that benefit. Now, currently at the moment, Matt, it's based on the original market value of the car. So the car, the price that the car w- was bought for or leased and, uh, you know, when, it, when, when the lease company bought it. And, um, it, you also then, you have to, you have to, you pay benefit in kind based on the amount of miles you do, the business miles, essentially. Um, you know, if, it, and if you do a lot of mileage, say you do 42,000 kilometers a year, you actually pay a lower benefit in kind rate on that. Uh, but, you know, there's big changes coming, Matt, from this January. You're going to have to take into account in the calculation of your benefit and kind tax. You're going to have to take into account its CO2 emissions of that car. You know, and that's something that's assessed by the manufacturer. So if you have a car that emits a lot of CO2, you pay even more benefit in kind. Now, this is going to hit a lot of commercial drivers out there, and they're very annoyed about it. They, you know, could see some... So some people could could have their gross tax liability gone up by three, four thousand euros, forty percent maybe uh, increase for, for 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 some commercial drivers. And coming at a time, Matt, as we know, when petrol and diesel prices are at a an all time high, and other cost of living increases are putting a huge pressure on, on on budgets. This is a very controversial thing. I am getting floods of messages about this all day uh, on Twitter, and and um, I have been actually for 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 a couple of months getting sporadic messages. A lot of questions asked about it in the Dáil, uh, about delaying it, but the Finance Minister won't do that. It was announced two budgets ago, Matt, but it's coming in in January. Are there also changes involved for those who have electric cars? Yeah, well, you know, at the moment there's a, you know, there's a preferential treatment for electric vehicles. Um, essentially, if the, if, the, if the electric vehicle is, is, has been bought for less than €50,000, there's no benefit in kind tax on that. So up to €50,000, no benefit in kind. Now, that will change from next year. There's going to be a tapering every year. So that um, that threshold of 50000 comes down to €35,000. So you pay benefit in kind on the value over 35000 In 2024, uh, the threshold comes down to 20000 Um So, you know, uh, but look at uh, people who do vehicle leasing tell me that the, the, the problem is that, that, that electric vehicles are quite expensive. There may be up to 50% more expensive than other cars. So it's not like, you know, the the companies that, that give company vehicles to people can go out and just change their electric vehicles. There's a massive shortage of them at the moment. There's an eight to nine month waiting time. They are more expensive, as I say, Matt. And then you have this range anxiety thing. You know, if you're traveling up and down from Cork as part of your job from Dublin, say, you know, you're going to need to charge somewhere. Will the charger be available or will they all be used? Um, you know, can you spare an hour or two to charge it? Uh, is the charger going, charger's going to be working where you pull in? You know, so that's a real problem. So, you know, a lot of people are saying, look, EVs are expensive. There's, they're hard to get uh, and, and they're not the most reliable vehicle if you're on the road all the time. 
Uh, listener comments, BIK doesn't make sense when you're incentivized to do more mileage and use more fuel, which is ridiculous and which is counter to saving fuel, which is an interesting choice. But, our, but another listener says, business users of cars don't pay for their fuel tax insurance, etc. and any car maintenance. Yeah, you, you know, I mean, so that's why they have to pay a tax on it, you know, because they're getting to use it for their personal use, but it's being maintained. And they're probably, a pre, pre, you know, for the most part, they're pretty new cars as well. I mean, the average age of the the, the fleet uh, of private cars, according to the Vehicle Licensing Leasing Vehicle Leasing Association of Ireland, private cars, the average age there is about 9.5 years, whereas leased cars are about two years old. So they're going to be more reliable, Matt, more newer cars. So, you know, um, but look, at this change is going to be a real problem. It's a real problem. We're getting lots of comments from listeners. We have one here. I'm going to be paying double my BAK, even though I'm doing 55,000 kilometres per year. I'll have to give them my pension contributions, said another one. Here's one that says, this is a stealth tax. People have no idea what's going to hit them. The government kept this under wraps until this year. If you do not have a new car, you will get grandfathered in. With the hybrid working, cost of fuel, people want to tra- tra- travel less. This new BIK band will just force people to do more miles, goes against the plan for the environment. It is a disgrace. We do pay for private mileage per kilometre in our uh, company. Another one, this is outrageous. I'm already paying over €85 Euro a week BIK for a 161 car and it's not even mine. I want to bring down my BIK but to do that I need to buy a cheaper car but it goes by the original price which is crazy. I drive the country so an electric car isn't an option for me. Another one, it says my husband isn't allowed to use his business car for personal use. Does he still need to pay the benefit in kind? Um, if, 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 if you look at it, if you have the use of a car, you have to pay it. Even if you're using a pool car, uh, revenue will expect you to be paying benefit in kind if you're benefiting from the use of a car. And look, there's all, if you have a van as well. So, so I just have to ask because a lot of people want to know what's happening with vans. Yeah, there's a change there as well, Matt. I mean, at the moment, the BIK and those is small. It's about 6% of the, of the uh, original market value. And that texture is absolutely right. It's the original market value of the car, you know. Um, but that goes from 6% to 8% in January. You know, and, and uh, um, this is a very controversial topic. You, would, you wouldn't believe you know, the response to this piece that we had in, in, today in the Indo. And, and well, I'm, seeing it now, I'm seeing it now coming into it's me gonna here. Be raised yeah. in the, it's going to be raised in the Dáil, or not in the Dáil, sorry, in the Fine Gael, um, parliamentary meeting tonight by Fergus O'Dowd and, and uh, look I've been sent loads of, of dog questions that were put in by the likes of Michael Creed, Joe Kerry Michael Healy Ray you know that, that there really is a campaign to try and delay this if possible I know the Vehicle Licensing Association of Ireland they've been lobbying to try and get it delayed as well it is this is really going to mess around a lot of people who okay. depend on cars for work, Matt. Katrina said, I paid €1,250 Euro on BIK last month because I took a week off and didn't hit the 6%. Where's the incentive to work at all if they keep changing the parameters? Let's talk about mortgages because you had a story in the Irish Independent on Monday and a number of listeners have been in contact with about this. Finance Ireland, which is one of these non-traditional bank lenders, tell us about the increase in its mortgage rates. Yeah, just out of the blue, on Monday morning at about 9 o'clock, they increased their rates by 2% with effect immediately. Between 1.5 percentage points and 2 percentage points, Matt, whacking great increases across, you know, the range of loans. So their new fixed rates and their variable rates, like, for example, the five-year rate, uh, supposing you have a 90% loan to value, that went from 3.95% to 5.95%. So... Between nearly 4% and, and, and 6%, it's 
hell of an increase. And it means, look, a lot of people who were on the point of drawdown, uh, were, 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 you know, were told as well, look, you're going to have to pay the higher rates. And so they have to pull out of house deals, Matt. They literally have to pull out of house deals. Um, the, 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 the Finance Ireland was kind of just pulled down the shutters and said, unless your solicitor had a request in for funds last Friday or before that, you're going to get the um, you're going to get the new rates. You're going to be hit with the new rates, which has just left so yeah, many. Which people makes a lot of people unaffordable. They've done their budget. I mean, exactly. they would have it stress tested, but the stress tests would effectively yeah. all be overcome by this increase. Yeah, they're just blown out of the water. And you know, Finance Ireland you know does a lot of conventional lending. It also does lending of the non-typical type as well for people who maybe have a small savings um, for a deposit or they work for themselves and they mightn't have a long time, you know, they mightn't have three years um, accounts or, or else they might just have impaired history. So, but they tend to be more expensive. But, you know, those rates have gone up by the same percentage as well. And, you know, so it's just, it's just blown an awful lot of people out of the water here. It's just destroyed their situations. They're about to sign contracts. Uh, Finance Ireland has really pulled the rug from under them. Uh, I understand there's a problem with their financing. You know, their, their funders just said, look, you've just got to do this. Um, and, you know, when did you... And do you think, is this a, sort of uh, looking at what's going on in the UK and also an expectation that the European Central Bank is going to continue to make uh, money more expensive by increasing interest rates, that we could be facing a new form of mortgage crisis in this country? Well, you know, these lenders now are different to the banks. The banks have, are flush with deposits, so they're, they're well funded. But they're, yeah, but they're still nice putting up their rates. They will, well, they haven't yet, Matt, you know, but we've seen now, this is Finance Ireland, second time for them to go. Their funding model is different. They have to raise money in the markets, and the turmoil in Britain has not helped them. And, and you know, I, I think they've come under a bit of pressure from their funders in the UK who said to them, look at, you know, um, you're raising money in the markets. It's got more expensive. Whereas AIB, Permanent TSB, uh, Bank of Ireland, they have loads of depositors' cash there to use to, to fund mortgages. So it gives them a stronger position, really, Matt. So what can people do if they were going to take out a Finance Ireland loan or if they have one already? Will it be difficult for them to transfer to another bank? Yeah, and this t- this stuff takes ages. And, and, you know, I've written about this before. There's massive delays in processing a- mortgage applications, just getting a uh, an application approval in principle, they call it, just to get to the first stage. It's, it's supposed to be done in 10 days under the Consumer Protection Code, but it's taken much longer. And uh, so, you know, a lot of these people are saying to me, look, look, I'm trying to close a contract here. I have two weeks to get another fine, uh, another lender to give me the money. And I just don't think that's going to be possible for a lot of people. I asked the central bank about this because it's a mess, you know, and they have a role in consumer protection. I asked them on Monday. I'm, I've got no reply, Matt. Thank you very much, Charlie Weston, personal finance editor with the Irish Independence. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.